0: you're listening to the terrier tracker podcast with todd shaughnessy join us as we take a look at the wofford college sports scene welcome back everybody to the terrier tracker podcast this is todd shaughnessy of the spartanburg herald journal Joined every week by my good friend, a longtime broadcaster for Wofford, Tom Henson. Thank you once again, Tom. Oh,
1: especially thank you, Todd, today. this What, what, a, what a great Monday. Yeah.
0: Well, we saw Wofford put on just a dominant performance. Uh, they got down early 7-0 against Furman, and from then on, just really dominated the game. Won, won the Southern Conference Championship, and it was just a, a big day at Gibbs Stadium.
1: Yeah, it was. And, um, you know, I... I I normally don't go back and watch full games but I, but I watched a, a, almost all of the a, a replay of Wofford-Furman and um, probably even more so watching it a second time what Wofford was able to do on the line of scrimmage was so impressive on both sides of the ball um, the Wofford offensive line and the Wofford defensive line didn't get enough credit for what they did Saturday. It, it was truly amazing to watch the holes the guys had to run through and to watch how the D-line just completely stonewalled Furman's inside running game and um, so you know, hats off to to Trey Johnson and Alan Smith, the position coaches for those groups, those players, Coach Conklin, everybody, the whole staff. Um, just a remarkable job against a, a Furman team that, that's that's a quality opponent. I mean, that, that's not a that's not a two and eight team. That's a team that's fighting for a, a playoff spot. And I thought Wofford just really dominated them throughout the whole throughout the whole game.
0: It was great celebration on the field. Uh, it was fun to watch that from up close and then after things kind of settled down and quieted down, there was another reason to celebrate Yeah, because Citadel lost the last second on the last second to Chattanooga and, and Wofford gets the automatic no matter what happens this week at the Citadel.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you go thinking from thinking, wow, now we've got to play another big one, an even bigger one now down in Charleston and, and try to figure out a way to beat the Citadel because they were up 13 points and I'm thinking, okay, well well, our guys will be ready, they'll be ready, Should it be, should be a heck of a contest and so I'm home by the time – it's probably midway through the fourth quarter of that, that Citadel-Chattanooga game, and I'm watching Georgia-Auburn on TV and Citadel and Chattanooga on my phone, and you see Chattanooga start to claw back, and they, they score, and then they stop the Citadel on a, on a three and out after uh, after, after actually Chattanooga had, had to punt it away. And the Mocs just took advantage of some penalties against the Citadel, and they, they score, had to hit the extra point, and they do. Um and as we well know, having seen it before, Citadel's down. They're under a minute left, and when you're when you're not a great passing team, there there really wasn't much of a chance that they were going to get in, in field goal range to try to try something at the end, and, and they weren't able to. So, you know, Chattanooga with a huge assist for the Terriers, and yeah. and while this game now maybe some of the lackluster's taken off of it, and it's not quite as big, it's still an important game for Wofford uh, from from a motivation standpoint you want to you don't want to share this thing you you want to be the outright champion plus maybe even more importantly you want to keep this momentum going this right. is a team playing well you know you're going to the playoffs so keep that positive momentum positive energy moving forward as you get ready for playoff football
0: this has been building since the third week of the season getting yeah. better and better and better and you like you say you don't want to drop off at the end but that so far that's what has made this season incredibly special was that you know, getting better every week. They um, started 0-2. They lost a conference game. Coach Conklin has talked a lot about the gloom and doom from the outside, not from the inside about what was going on, but with the gloom and doom perspective from the outside. Uh, I, I asked him if I contributed to that gloom and doom, and he said, maybe a little. <laughs> so, But I'm just being honest, and at the time we weren't sure what was going on. That's right. Um, it was all part of the plan, and look, look what the plan has done now.
1: It, it has really been kind of cool to watch this
0: blueprint
1: and watch it be successful. Um, he, he talks about what they, what he and the staff um, mentioned to the players is, let's you know, let's get two percent better every day. You know, and, and sometimes that some people think that's just a cliche, but I think that team really has taken that to heart, and they and they've and they've done that. They've gotten better each week, and it's been. It's just kind of been a remarkable journey to watch. Um, you know, we in the media can sit back and say, "Well, gosh, what what could have been if they had, you know, figured out those first two games? Where would they be right now?" But where this team is right now is exactly where they wanted to be, and that yeah. Southern Conference champions with a with a shot in the playoffs. Um, and you know, got to keep the positive energy going. Got to keep the good playing going because I think this team could really be dangerous in the playoffs because of the confidence they have in themselves. Because of how they're playing and because just what they're capable of, it, it, it could really this could be a, this could be a run that, that goes for a while.
0: Coach Conklin in preseason talked about uh, wanting to be among the elite and at the FCS level. Uh, the, blue, the blueprint that they followed didn't appear early like it was going to be lead them to being an elite team, but now, I mean, you look at it and it has, and you know that's. The the changes they made on offense, the things that they're doing on defense, adjustments, and everything else that's going so well. This is a team that's uh, doing things to not just to win the Southern Conference. They're doing things to go far, far in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's the plan. The the plan is to get past the quarterfinals. The plan is to find a way to, to get to the semifinals. And then... A championship game and then to win a championship and you know there's some huge hurdles in, in that process and i think wofford has started to figure out some ways to clear some of them you know the the big the big bison in the room and who no pun intended they're <laughs> actually completely a pun intended is north dakota state <laughs> yeah and that's who everybody's trying to figure out a way to beat and um you know the road to this championship is going to go through fargo um to to win this championship, you're going to have to either beat them or hope that somebody else does, and we'll see what happens with the seeding and all that. But that's where Coach Conklin um, is, is where he's trying to where he's trying to go is you know uh, he doesn't want them being content with winning Southern Conference championships and making the playoffs. He now wants it to be about hey let's get in the playoffs and do some damage. Let's be one of these teams that people year in and year are thinking hey that's a that's a team that's going to be playing in the semifinals. That's a team that can reach the championship game. Um, and I think that team is starting to believe that. and 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 what we're seeing on the field kind of in, indicates that they do believe that they can uh, they do or or a or a, or a championship caliber team that can they can go deep into into December and January.
0: You start looking at this senior class that was honored before the game Saturday. This is a really important class. Coach Conklin's second year, um, e- even more important than the guys last year as far as, the seniors last year as far as buying in and helping that transition these guys in my mind uh have been one of the one of the most special classes in program history because of that
1: yeah I, like I coach agree.
0: Ayers leaves and and what happens and, yeah and these guys are the ones that kind of form that bridge
1: yep that's exactly the word I was going to use there these guys this class is a perfect bridge from coach Ayers to coach Conklin and the, the fundamentals, the core values that both of those men have are, are similar. Um, they may go about doing some things differently, but, but they, they're, they're the very uh, very similar in the, the fact that they want what's best for their players. They want them to be successful men in, the, in their careers and in their adult lives. Um, and I think these, this senior class, some individuals in particular, have really – kind of taking some things from co-chairs that they had instilled in them and some new things from coach conklin and you're seeing that on the field you're seeing that in the classroom and, and around the campus community but it's some of that is 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 leaking into the uh osmosis in if you will yeah. to the younger guys um and so that that's what the program is all about and it, it now is it has become a culture here uh, in that football program of of how you do things, how you carry yourself and, and winning. Um and, and and winning because you work hard. Um and, and so that's been great to see. And so I think about guys like you know, particularly Joe Newman and Jairo Wilson and what they've meant to this and those guys are huge you know, if the class is a bridge, those two guys are part of the pillars that are yeah. holding the bridge up. Oh yeah. And so it's been really cool to see them Perform well on the field, but to be able to enjoy the team success too that they're yeah. contributing to, and you know the, this team, you know back in the mid nineties, I don't think anybody thought, hey, w- Wofford's going to win three straight Southern Conference football <laughs> championships, and here they are you know, with three straight and uh, and a chance to get another outright title on on Saturday, and uh, so again says a lot about the, those that senior class also says a lot about Mike Ayers and Josh Conklin,
0: and these seniors will go to the playoffs four straight years. That's incredible. Yeah,
1: That's that's a remarkable stat.
0: Yeah. Coach Conklin uh, has said this, and I believe this to be true, that if the team had started 0-2 last year, they might not have bought in. It might have been uh, a a little bit of a trouble. But this year, uh, because of this class and the faith they have in in what's going on here, that that wasn't a problem.
1: Yeah, and and I think – I think an 0 and 2 start in a, in a coach's first year could be catastrophic. I, I think you lose your fan base, you lose your alum base, and everybody's wondering what in the world is going on. There was still some of that this year, but you're right; those players deserve a lot of credit for hanging with it and showing the young guys, "Hey, this isn't th- this isn't over. This is you know we, we've lost a non conference game, we've lost a conference game, but we can get back into this." And you know, I think all the way back to September when when Josh told us and the players told us. We want to be two and two at the end of September, and they so these yeah. these little bitty goals, and they yeah. were. And then, yeah. hey, we want to get better each week. We want to figure out a way to put ourselves uh, at the end of October where our November games are meaningful, and they did that. And then they said we want to get past Clemson, <laughs> and then we want to have three meaningful football games and be able to be successful. And they did that against Mercer and Furman. And now the last step in this is to figure out a way to beat the Citadel, and you've accomplished that goal. And then they'll have new goals set, and yeah. and, and it's to. It's it's probably going to be a week by week goal. Let's this week beat whoever this committee tells us we're have, we're going to have to play. Uh,
0: the Wofford will do its. Uh, they call it the senior walk. They'll do that this year. They always do it on the Thursday, the last Thursday of the regular season, and that's you know after a regular practice, uh, the seniors will gather together and and just just simply walk around the field together one more time. It seems. Kind of nothing to it, but uh, there 's a lot to it, and the, the rest of the team is lined up along the the end zone, and when the team gets back it 's hugs and 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 tears and it 's very emotional. I expect it to be that way this year too
1: yeah i 'm sorry i 'm going to miss it i 'll be with with the basketball team down in Tampa, but it, it is a really cool tradition that that the football program has, and I think this year it's going to be very meaningful to not only the senior class but to the, the guys waiting on them to tell them hey, congratulations, and I hope to tell them thank you. Um, because of those young guys, those the, the folks that are coming back next year, but particularly the sophomores and, and, and the freshmen, those are guys that are going to have to uh, – they're the they're the next leaders. They're the next ones that are going to have to, to make that step up from uh, not only on the field but off the field as well, and um, I hope they've learned that from this class. And um, that's what great programs have. That's what the, the Alabamas and Georgias and Ohio States and Clemsons of the world have, is you don't you don't drop off when due to graduation the next group just comes in there and you reload and you're ready to go again and I think that's what this senior class has done the, um, each year you know, four straight playoffs that's incredible three yeah. straight Southern Conference championships um, and so they, they have set a high bar and they expect the, the younger guys to keep the program at that level
0: yeah now the the playoff selection show will be Sunday the day after the the game against the Citadel. Um, at 12:30 the team will get together uh, at Richardson indoor and and see where they are and that's even when you know you're in there's uh, there's some butterflies on that day too.
1: Yeah, because you don't you never know what the committee's going to do with you and you know and there's going to be 24 teams that make it and you know for Wafford it's it's a case of the Citadel game has a lot of importance because if you win that game You know, you're going to be eight and three, seven and one in the Southern Conference. You're going to, you know, have really gone on a tear since mid-September with only one loss, and that's to Clemson, who's going to make the 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 FBS playoff fourteen thing. Um, And. And so I think it's it then becomes okay. Well, where do we get put? When do we do we get a seed? And if you get a seed, that means you get a buy in the first round. You don't have to play, and it means you get a home game. So, you know, you know, Thanksgiving we get a little bit of a break. Guys can go home for a little bit, yeah. and then you, you're going to be at home the first Saturday in, De- in December. If you don't get a seed, that means you're going to be playing Thanksgiving weekend, um, and that's an added game. Um, I'd be shocked if if Wofford is playing that weekend. I would I would I would, I would be shocked if it's not in Spartanburg. Um, but then you know, then it's who's your opponent, who could be your next opponent. And you start right. looking at things, and for me, what I always look at is I want to see. You know, I'm going to look to see did Wofford get a seed. Um, does that mean we get the bye? Okay, who, who is our first game going to be against? And then I'm going to look to see where North Dakota State is. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, Where's Fargo? Yeah, because quite honestly, I mean they're they're the they're the one. Um, Everybody else, I'm okay. I'm okay going up against, you know, uh, uh, anybody else in the country. North Dakota State, you want to avoid as long as you can because they are the cream of the crop in, in FCS. I mean, yeah. that place is, is nasty to play. I've, yeah. We've been there twice. Um, they are they're what they are for a reason, and, you know, to to beat them to, to win a national championship, you, you got to go through them. You're gonna have to play them at some point, yep. most likely. Yep. Um, but you don't necessarily want that to be in early December. You know? <laughs> yeah. Later in December, or even January, in a neutral site would yeah. be much more uh, advantageous. Uh, but those are the things I'll be looking for. But again, um, you know, you got to beat the Citadel. I mean, right, and, and that's right. not going to be easy. Uh, <laughs> but you got to go down to Charleston, and in a game that's now not as not as big as it could have been. You got to find the, the inner strength and drive to go out and make a statement and win another game and and be undisputed solo champions and then let a committee decide what yeah. they're going to do and it's in their hands and then once you get your bracket, then it's back in your hands figuring out what you can what you can control and that's how you play on the field. Exactly.
0: Well, it's going to be interesting uh, Saturday. It's going to be an interesting Sunday. Yeah. And uh, uh, look, this is what we live for. I mean, as as you know people who are around the team this is what makes it fun and uh i just want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast i couldn't do it without you i really appreciate it and uh we'll we'll do another one before the first playoff game whenever that is that's
1: right we don't we'll wait and see when it is but uh hey to be you know sitting here in mid-november knowing that the terriers are going to be playing a playoff game and that's really cool and again it says a lot about the, the caliber of these guys on the team the coaches and uh, just cool to be a part of it you know?
0: Okay. Thank you, everybody. Todd Shaughnessy is the Terrier Tracker with over 20 years covering Wofford Sports. The Terrier Tracker Podcast, presented by the Spartanburg Herald-Journal and GoUpstate.com. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are let